welcome to Driving the Sea Bus. Uh, usually, we have this uh, long-running podcast where we focus on the happenings in Central Ohio, how vibrant our community is, what makes it such a cool place, and uh, and all the different. Uh, we have people on on the podcast that have made a difference here in town uh, throughout the years, and we talk about all the success we had. Um, we, we're shifting gears with this uh, series of the podcast uh, in light of the coronavirus that has attacked the planet and the pandemic that we currently are facing as a country and as a world. We really talk about real life. Uh, solutions to your financial matters. Uh, so there'll be a host of uh, different folks on the podcast going forward uh, where we're going to get right to nuts and bolts about true uh, things that you should be doing uh, with your personal finances, your business, your investments, other kinds of things, all in the different podcast series with experts from Heartland Bank. Obviously, everyone does their business in different places. We're agnostic. We're here to help you. If you find that Heartland's a great fit, wonderful if not, hopefully this podcast series will do you well because we are all in this together at Seabass Will Survive. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to uh, Driving the Sea Bus. I'm Scott McComb, your host. Uh, and uh, we're in very uh, unique times here, not only in the United States, but around the globe um, with the coronavirus uh, epidemic or pandemic uh, occurring and affecting small business and and all business and, and walks of life here on the planet Earth. Uh, we're all in this together. We're going to get through this together. Um, and today, what we wanted to do is have uh, uh, some great insights on sole proprietorships, gig workers, artists, musicians, uh, book writers. I mean, all the kind of people that we can think of that are uh, that are sole proprietors or work for themselves. Uh, in various roles uh, throughout the United States. We have a very special guest with us, a hardworking uh, young lady, Lori Pfeiffer, is with us, Director of Commercial Banking of Heartland Bank. Welcome, Lori, to the uh, to the podcast. Good morning, Scott. Glad to be here. Wonderful. Now, just to date this, uh, we this is uh, Monday, the 13th of April. Uh, as of Friday, um, uh, sole proprietors and self-employed workers have the ability to provide for the Paycheck Protection Program and um, through the SBA uh, as, as uh, issued through the CARES Act that was passed a couple of weeks ago now through, uh, through Congress. So um, we wanted to talk specifically uh, to the sole proprietors, gig workers, those kind of folks today with uh, this podcast directed to you about how really easy it is to apply and what you can apply for. So let's just jump right into it, Lori. Uh, you know, I, I've named several here and we could just kind of brainstorm, you know, sole proprietors are pretty much anybody that that isn't uh, part of an LLC or a C-Corp or something of like that, correct? That's correct. And a lot of sole proprietors and independent contractors uh, file Schedule C, but you named off several, but I'm thinking of some others, some salon workers, landscapers, financial planners, tutors, tax preparers, accountants, anybody that really acts, again, as a sole proprietor or an independent contractor. This is what this podcast will be focused towards. Now, remember that the, uh, you know, the, the C-Corps, LLCs and all that are prohibited from adding 1099 or sole proprietor or, or contract worker type payroll to their application. So is that correct? That's correct. And that's so that then these sole proprietors and independent contractors can then uh, submit their own PPP application or paycheck uh, protection program application. 
And that's a positive, really, right? Because that way that the these people get to, you know, in their application, 25% could be for some of their overhead, correct? That's correct. 75% um, for payroll costs for them and then 25% for their overhead as well. Wonderful. So so let's just jump right into it. What we, you know, I know we have a checklist out on our website at at this. You don't have to write all of these these things down if you don't want to, folks. It's out there on our website at heartland.bank. Uh, so we're going to, uh, that checklist is there for you to go uh, through. Uh, but let's just cover some of the things, Lori, that that uh, our sole proprietors and, and, and gig workers, 1099 folks, need to provide us in order for them to qualify for the program. That's right. We'll do that. And as Scott mentioned, uh, we invite you to look at our checklist out on our website for um, just a full scope of information you need to provide to us. Um, but I will back up and say, as Scott mentioned, uh, Friday, April 10th was the first time that sole proprietors and independent contractors could apply for the Paycheck Protection Program. And you're eligible for a PP loan, PPP loan if you are an individual who operates then under a sole proprietor or as an independent contractor, and if you were in operation on February 15th, 2020. So just want to make sure uh, that's out there. February 20, uh, February 15th, 2020 or before, uh, if you operate under sole proprietor or independent contractor, you can now apply. Uh, the Some of the main things um, that you'll want to submit to us is uh, a uh, SBA application, which is Form 2483. We have that out on our website as well. It's a four-page uh, document. You really only have to fill out two of them. It's a pretty simple document, and that's the official uh, SBA uh, Paycheck Protection Program application form. And again, it's SBA Form 2483, and that's out on our website. Uh, in addition to that, you must submit um, such documentation as it is necessary to establish eligibility, such as payroll um, processor records, payroll tax filings or form uh, 1099 or income expenses from a sole proprietorship. Uh, for borrowers that don't have that such documentation, uh, the borrower will provide um, some other supporting documentation such as bank records uh, sufficient to demonstrate the qualifying payroll amount. Uh, most of the lenders and um, you as you determine your eligibility will really be focused on your Schedule C on your individual tax return. And that's where uh, some of those qualifications to get the amount that you're, you qualify for um, will be pulled directly from. Wonderful. Now, a lot of folks, uh, you know, may say, well, I'm still working. I'm essential or, or you know, I don't really need it. I've got a line of credit or whatever. Uh, this, this isn't about whether you need it or not. This is a sustaining type program uh, from the federal government. They're encouraging most everyone to apply. So, uh, Lori, tell me about the, the applicants that we've had. Uh, some some need it, some don't. What's what's the mix there? I mean, what 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 should people be thinking about there? Really, it's all over the map uh, who's applying, and it's because we don't know how long this is going to last, right? We don't know when we're going to be able to um, come back and have everybody open again and working on all cylinders. So some people that have applied aren't getting as many jobs as they used to. Uh, some that have applied and uh, we've been able to approve are people that have had to lay off employees. And so really, again, it's uh, to retain employees and or um, and or bring back uh, those employees that you've already um, let go. And if you're a sole proprietor, we're talking about yourself. OK, folks, so I know a lot of sole proprietors are very proud people. You uh, you don't want to take a handout if you don't need it. We're, I'm encouraging all of you to just reassess that this is a government program. 
in order to help sustain the economy. And that includes you folks. Okay, so we want an arts community. We want music. We want, we want creative thinking. We want writers. We want all those folks to be able to come out of this uh, as unscathed as possible. I know we're all going to be uh, have bumps and bruises and, and injuries, uh, financial injuries at one way or another. But this is something, don't be too proud to reach out and, and, and apply for this because uh, you really are going to need it. Uh, it will help you sustain your business and it could help you be around to help other people uh, through the process as well. Um, Lori, tell me about seasonal people. So a lot of folks that are gig workers, the reason they're that way is because they are busy doing one thing one part of the year and then the other part of the year they do something else. So how do I apply if I'm a seasonal worker and have multiple uh, you know, sources of income? And that's a good question, Scott. That's really why it's important to um, have your 2019 tax return available, which includes your Schedule C. That way it will look at the whole year, uh, whether it's seasonal or not. Or not. And um, so we can capture all of that. And really um, how it's calculated is uh, a sole proprietor or independent contractor without employees, uh, you simply take the net self-employment earnings from your Schedule C line 31 and you divide it by 12 months to get your average monthly payroll cost. Once you determine that, then you multiply that by two and a half. So that's uh, one way to look at it if you're a sole proprietor or independent contractor without employees. Uh, then if you're looking at it um, as a sole proprietor or independent contractor with employees to determine the amount you're eligible for, uh, you again simply take the net self-employment earnings from your Schedule C line 31. You take that number and divide by 12 months to get your average monthly payroll cost and you multiply by two and a half. Your next question might be, what if I'm a Schedule C worker and I do one thing in this season and another thing in a different season and you have multiple Schedule Cs? You simply would take those and add them all together to get the amount that you're qualified for uh, under the PPP program. Well, great. That's a, um, it sounds kind of complicated, but really it's not, right? I mean, um, and if they need help, again, we, we are there to help you. Who are some other folks that might be some good professionals for those folks to reach out to? in order to make sure they have the proper calculations. Is of course your community bankers here for you, uh, but also it's wise to consult with your accountant or your payroll um, provider, and they'll help you walk through the process as well. Now this is a forgivable, uh, uh, the loan turns into a grant, uh, provided you follow certain things, certain parameters in how you apply and what you apply for and, and how you uh, take the, the funds that you get and apply them to your business afterward. Why don't we just talk about the forgiveness and then maybe the second part of the question would be, okay, what happens if the loan is not forgiven now? Um, you know, is, it's what kind of issues will I uh, in, in, in encumber there? And, uh, and what are the terms? Certainly. Um, so in order to have your loan forgiven, you must spend 75% of the loan funds on payroll costs. Uh, the remaining 25% percent could be spent on mortgage, rent, and utilities. Uh, it's important to note that the day that you actually get the loan funds is when really your eight-week forgiveness period begins. So you'll want to track all of that during that eight-week period. After eight weeks is over, you could start applying for the forgiveness period. Uh, most, uh, the amount of loan forgiveness can be up to the full principal amount of the loan and any accrued interest. Again, uh, based on 75% payroll and 25% of those non-payroll costs. Um, if there's an amount that's not qualified for forgiveness, 
then the balance of that note is carried at a 1% rate for two years. It's a two-year bullet note. Um, again, 1% is the rate, and you won't have to make a payment for the first six months. So payments would begin on the seventh month. Interest will continue uh, to accrue during that deferment period, though. And there is no collateral or no guarantees on that note. Gotcha. So, uh, and again, you don't have to be a borrower of Heartland or, or any other institution to qualify for this. Uh, you shouldn't be, you know, what, what people should really just uh, start filling out that information, try to get into us as soon as possible. That's correct. The money is uh, first come, first serve, as they uh, continue to say on the news. There's still plenty of money left, but the quicker that you get your information together, uh, the quicker that we can um, help you get those funds uh, out the door. Now, one thing I think that uh, the question that came up from some of my colleagues and, uh, you know, what, what do people do if they make money on the side and they haven't put it into their tax return? How, how are we able to handle that? Well, unfortunately, uh, the tax returns are super key to this, especially that Schedule C, uh, which is why we've always um, preached that you want to make sure that you uh, claim that income on your taxes. Um, so that's how the payroll um, paycheck protection program will be identified as through, through those tax returns. And remember, this is also not a credit decision, correct? That's correct. It's simply uh, payroll uh, verification uh, identified and, again, through that Schedule C on your tax return. Wonderful. Uh, Lori, this has been most helpful, and I hope that it's been enlightening and, and very helpful to all of our soul props and uh, artists and musicians out there in, uh, in the Central Ohio and uh, the Kentucky, North Carolina. Uh, any other helpful hints or, or suggestions that you would have uh, for the listeners? We're happy to help you through the process. Uh, communication is key, and we certainly uh, want to help in a quick, efficient man manner. So I know this sounds confusing, but we are here to help. Wonderful. Well, Lori, uh, thanks very much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you've been working day and night to help our communities and our customers. It's greatly appreciated, uh, you and your team, and, uh, and thanks for coming on and driving the bus. Thanks, Scott. Have a great day. Hey, well, we will do that. And also, folks, just remember, we're in this together. Come on over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. 